not happen for an age. What's that? It is a gathering. Hello and welcome to Entmoot, the Battle Games of Middle-Earth podcast all about the Middle-Earth strategy battle game from Games Workshop. I'm Harry and this is episode 49 of the podcast, which means next time, the 50th. I'm going to be 50, I'm going to be half a century old, uh, which is very exciting. Um, I know that's not quite how it works, but 50 is a big number and I do have something in the pipeline, a plan of sorts. We're going to do a little bit of a special episode next time anyway. Nothing groundbreaking. I'm sorry, I haven't got Peter Jackson uh, to talk to the uh, the podcast as much as I would love to uh, do that. And nor do I have uh, J.R.R. Tolkien uh, stepping out of his grave for a while either. But either way, there's something uh, a little bit different, at least, planned for next time on the podcast. So uh, do stick around for that. Uh, do subscribe and all that sort of stuff. But in the meantime, you've seen the title of the podcast it's slow grow han yes so you can probably add the two things together slow grow and rohan that's what's coming up in the podcast later on i'll build you an army of slow grow rohan because uh, imps gaming my local uh, gaming shop in uh, in lincoln is is doing a slow grow um, is organized by tim my friend who you may have seen on battle reports uh, on the battle games in middle earth youtube channel um, and he's been on the podcast a number of times um, and he has arranged this tournament um, for the local local strategy battle game community and it's it's growing the community it's it's getting everyone uh, to arrange regular games it's really nice um, I'm looking forward to doing the whole thing um, so we've been building up a while to, uh, to do this so um, I've waited I've been patiently waiting for weeks now um, to play out some of the interviews I did at the start of the year um, so that we've got a few to make up a podcast so that's coming up later we'll build our slow grow uh, i mentioned imps gaming uh, of course i stole the name imps for my tournament lord of the imps um which is happening in uh, lincoln in october uh, no details have been revealed just yet uh, but i can reveal that um details are on the way so i can reveal that there's a reveal on the way which is always a great way to do things so uh, that's coming up so do keep an eye uh, and message me if you're, if you're uh, desperately interested in the dates but it's all in the great british hobbit league events calendar so do have a look at that now uh, what else have we got uh, on the show we've also got we've got the uh, riddle in the dark so that's coming up as well uh, we'll have a bit of a catch-up on that it was a tricky one so i'm gonna just i'm gonna just dispatch it and leave it behind because I think you guys have really struggled on it. Um, so we'll do that, and then uh, we've got that's about it, I think. So yeah, we've got <laughs> lots, lots to coming up, uh, and in particular the building of the army, which we shall head to now. Yes, we're building an army, and for the first time in a very long time, uh, well, I suppose, except for the last episode, uh, is not Easterling. Um, so Easterlings, of course, been uh, dominating the podcast for a long time. I thought I'd give you guys a break, but they will return. Um, so this time we're going for the Paths of the Druidon. So um, it's actually a bit backwards in my head, because um, I've started using the Paths of the Druidon specifically for the slow grow, but then also used them at the uh, tournament in the last podcast, which was uh, the good versus evil. So I had a good army and an evil army. Evil were Easterlings. The good was um, the Pass of the Druidon. Pass of the Druidon did very well in my good uh, games, even though the Easterlings let me down for the rest of the tournament. So, um, And that's because I found them 
well, I found them quite fun during the slow grow. I don't want to spoil everything, but let's just build an, build an army and you'll find out through the rest of the uh, rest of the podcast. My intention is to start at 400 points, which is the, the very start of the uh, force, with the most basic Paths of the Druidan army you can come up with at 400 points because you're limited. If you don't know much about the Paths of the Druidan, this is one of the legendary legions. Um, and it's all about when Theoden and the Riders of Rohan all head through the uh, Druidan, the woods, um, to uh, to get to Minas Tirith. It's a shortcut, and they, they want to get there, and they come across Ganburigan and his woeses, uh, or the wild men of the Druidan. So uh, this is... This is it's a cool scene in the book, um, and I like that it's got a, a legendary legion, and I like that it puts the woes to use in some interesting ways. So um, I talked about this in the past, um, in the previous episode, about what I like about the legion. One of the main things I like is it's just got a bit of funkiness, you know? It's got it's got woeses, and it's got some cool special rules, um, and it's got some... Yeah, it's just got a little bit of a different way of playing things, a different playstyle from everything I've really played before. So I was really, really keen to try it out. So with that in mind, um, I'll I'll build the army. So we've got starting off. You have to have Ganbury Gan and fifteen woes as warriors, and this is a nightmare if you uh, go to Great Games Workshop itself. I think they might be actually out of production at the moment, and maybe not. But um, you can only buy Ganbury Gan and twelve woes as warriors. So. You're going to be scouring eBay or making your own or printing them or uh, finding uh, alternatives on the internet. I know uh, Jasmine Tetley, a regular on the podcast, um, has made a, an amazing Woza's army of, um, I, I can't remember what she calls them, it's Wild Women of the Druidan because she's got all these cool um, 3D printed sort of Amazon Amazonian style women uh, warriors, which is a cool idea. So uh, maybe that's your way of doing things. But, uh, so you've got to start with that, but of course, Woes' Warriors, not great. Um, they're Strength 3, Defense 3. They've got blowpipes, poison blowpipes, 12-inch range. Um, they're hitting on threes, but they're also, you know, Strength 3, <laughs> Defense 3, Fight 3. You know, they're pretty crap. They've got uh, spears, and they're a little bit expensive. Um, they do have the, um, the stalk and scene, so they've got like an elven cloak. So you can't you can hide them behind things until you engage, and you can kind of deny some charges and things based on that. But you know, let's be honest, they're the weak part of the list. Um, so you've got them, fifteen Ganbury Gan, and that's two hundred points. That's half my army, which is a worry in points anyway. So um, then, and they're going to be more more than half the army in terms of the the numbers. So let's move on to Theoden, uh, King of Rohan with armored horse. He has to be in the list. Um, so he comes with a shield, I believe. I think he uh, automatically comes with a shield. Maybe he doesn't. Um, either way, he he's in there. He's got the shield. Um, and it's uh, it's lovely. We like the shield. Uh, one rider of Rohan with throwing spears is accompanying him. Three riders of Rohan without throwing spears is accompanying him. And also three three Rohan royal guard with horse and throwing spears as well. So we've got a few riders. Seven. It's not a lot. Um, we've got Theoden as well. Is it going to be enough? I don't know. Maybe. Well. Let's find out, because I'm going to be building the army and building and building throughout the episode. So let's just find out how the first battle goes, and then we'll carry on building the army. So let's start it off with the slow grow, part one. So it's game one of the slow grow, the uh, slow grow league. We're starting at 400 points. I've got my wild men, I've got Theoden, and I've got three riders and three royal guard. And I'm playing against Dale. Uh, First of all, Dale, um, just give us a a run through what your army is, uh, 400 points of Mordor. 
Yep, so 400 points of Mordor, two warbands, uh, one ring wraith just with a bit of extra fate and a bit of extra might to try and keep him alive. Um, I think he's just got nine Moran and Orcs, five with sword and board and four with spear and board. Yeah. And then I think the other warband, I say I think, I'm looking at it. <laughs> Just <laughs> telling yeah. it in your head, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> uh, the other warband is a Moran and Captain um, with a shield and then a banner with spear and shield. And um, I think it's eight Moranans, four and four of the spear and sword and board. And then one troll. Yeah, one Mordor troll, yeah. which, is, which is a bit of a scary prospect at 400 points, it must be said, because there's not a lot to do it. And the first game uh, to tackle it, the first game of the Slogo is capturing control. So this is the one where you flip the objectives over, try and get all over the board and all that sort of stuff. Um, and there's a lot of terrain, lots of little blocking points, which I really liked on this board. Um, deployment saw me kind of a little bit, off at the back uh, or sort of halfway um, between the, the my rear objective and you kind of did the same but on the opposite side and um, how, how did it all progress from there because you got you sent your, your guys forward but your trolls sort of split off towards a different side what, what was you thinking there and do you think you made the right move so the idea was is I know having played a few games previously that people at this level especially people will run away from the trot absolutely I did yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to herd towards my big block of infantry and try and stop the, the cavalry charge because I knew that would be a problem yeah uh, and it almost worked. Unfortunately, I did make a mistake with the movement of the troll. I moved him a bit too far away, so it's took, taken him, what, like five turns yeah. to even get into combat, and even then, I haven't chosen those combats, so there was a mistake there, although he did throw a Woza's Warrior into another one, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, and um, he killed a Royal Guard as well. Yeah, absolutely. He just put a hammer through his head, which was lovely. Um, unfortunately, I didn't count for the numbers on the Woza's, and I just got kind of encircled and pinned in in the end a couple of combats didn't go my way I had an inability I could win a combat I just couldn't kill anything yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the, the Woses despite being very weak generally uh, were quite resilient and I think it did help as you say that um, I often had like four of my guys on, on two of yours so the, di- the dice advantage there was there for me and with, I've got Hatred Orc I've got the reroll so when I'm, I, I'm surprisingly killing more Moranans than you are um, Woses which seems the wrong way around but it, it sort of worked out that way I did make a bit of a boo-boo early on um, I'd been measuring my throwing spears to, to be within eight inches just uh, but somehow I undermeasured or overmeasured or whatever and you managed to charge into the riders quite early on which which was quite quite an advantage for you yeah um well again I, I realized that you had made that error I'm <laughs> just going right if I can mitigate this charge which I almost did mm. unfortunately I couldn't mitigate quite enough of it so there was too many gaps so I think maybe next time I wouldn't just immediately pile in because I think that's when the problem started I lost the weight the numbers advantage in the place where I had it yeah you're right because yeah. my, my, my line was off at a sort of angle so it was, it was all a line but it was all at an angle so you could charge four of the six riders but the other two could squeeze through the gap and a couple yep. of them took out some spears in the back uh, and it also allowed some of the woes to surround people as well so there was just that one gap if that gap had been closed off by anything I think you'd have had it and you'd have really screwed me but um, as it happened that just gave you enough to uh, just to allow me to encircle you and, and take away a few key spear supports and mitigate that damage I did lose a couple of riders in that charge but uh, it, it could have been all four of them which would have been worse oh absolutely and um, I was uh, so I got quite I was quite happy because I black darted feared in early doors and yeah, took, took out, out his horse. horse yeah, yeah have, to, have to be done um, I think the other bit that didn't quite go my way is failing that transfix so um, there was obviously this is a, a, a audio medium so the best way of putting it there was a gap 
with two Rohan riders in. The gap of Rohan. Yeah. The gap of Rohan, yeah, <laughs> literally. literally. <laughs> uh, you're right, this is the gap that I, I used to send yeah. my two um, uh, Royal Guard yeah. round, round the back that I've just been describing. But you're right, you, you're going to transfix one of them, aren't you? Yeah, try and transfix one of them, needing the three. Rolled a two, and I'd already used my might a previous turn to transfix Fearden. Mm. And yeah, just happens unfortunately yeah that, that's true actually that's a good point I, I hadn't I, I think maybe if you'd spent too well on that because it was an important role it, it might have might have really saved your game but of course sometimes you think well, what, you, well exactly <laughs> and one, one dice uh, one dice transfix you think you've got a good chance there and and he was quite low on will and I kind of took advantage of that because he was only seven will so once the royal guard which you know it had had he been transfixed it would have been a completely different story but once he was free to go he charged the the uh, the ring wave twice and and uh, well one of them charged him and then the other one charged him twice and then it, it took the rest of his will out basically so that that was great because I kept getting I had more might than you and I had uh, had the, the roll off bonus from the legion as well which just helped that once to, uh, um, to, to help me win the heroic move offs and that sucked all of your resources out quite, quite early on which meant I had I had could dictate the sort of flow of battle from then on because Ganon and Theoden have six might between them you only had three in total yeah, um, I hadn't quite realised how much might Gan had. I mean, obviously, I knew Fiodin had that. Yeah. I was not expecting Gan to have yeah, as many yeah, he's, as he He's did. very unassuming. He's a small guy. He's, uh, but his point of forward, he's, he's pretty weak generally. But um, he, he, having said that, in, in this game, the, the hatred for orcs has been really useful. Gan killing uh, orcs on, uh, sort of Moran and orcs on, on fives, uh, sorry, fours, wasn't it? Because he's strength four, usually needing fives down to the fours. And then the normal orcs were killing um, Moranans easier than Fairden almost. It was crazy, really. Yeah, Fairden was somewhat underwhelming. I mean, compared, but then I suppose that's because the the Wozer's warriors were just so good against yeah. orcs. Just and, and you're taking his horse out as well, so he just had the two attacks. But he did what he needed to do. He survived the game, and and there was just enough kind of uh, delay for me to be able to get my uh, a couple of extra Wozers to pin down the objectives and hold hold things off in time, just to just to hold these random two orcs that were wandering around the board um, from grabbing the objectives in the final turn. Had there been another turn. It could have gone either way, I think, because it ended on the first chance for, for uh, once you were broken. But the next turn, either uh, you pass your courage checks with the two orcs and kill the wozers who are on the objectives, which is likely, or um, or uh, you, you fail them and they run away and it stays the same result, I think. And even the troll could have run away as well. But I, I think probably unlikely to change a great deal in this one turn, but... Either way, it was it was eight four victory to me, and that did come from just killing the captain on the last turn and and holding just slightly more objectives than you. But uh, I, I think again, oh, and you'd probably broken me next turn, wouldn't you? Because I was only on uh, one more kill to to lose. So it could have been a big swing in the next turn from perhaps even eight four to sort of the opposite. <laughs> but uh, as it worked out, it was it was a really good game. And you, you're still relatively new, slow grow. So you've had what four games? Is, yeah, this would be my fourth, maybe my fifth game. Yeah. Um, really enjoying it. Um, yeah, if it'd gone one more turn, if if and this is a lot of ifs yeah, on no this right, one yeah. to be fair, like if I'd passed my courage test and somehow was able to get certain charges off here and there, um, I could have swung it. It'd have been very lucky. Yeah. But this is what I quite enjoy about this game is it is possible. There's yeah. no there's very few times where I've looked at it and gone, well, I've lost this game entirely. I've, there's always the point where you have a chance. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. as you say, you know, if if you're uh, uh, Mordor Troll had passed, charged in, he'd have, he'd have been able to cause mayhem, definitely broken me, or Grunnell grabbed an objective. So, yeah, there's, there's so many things that, that could have happened in the next turn. It would have been interesting to play it on, uh, but as you say, you know, such is life, that's the way the dice landed, and, and it just squeezed over the line for me. But either way, uh, you know, considering new player, I know you, you're a veteran of other gaming systems, so you know, stranger to toy soldiers, but um, you clearly know what you're doing, and I'm sure you'll go far in the, uh, the slow grow.
Thanks, man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so. I'm not really enough. Like, can, I'm not actually here to win it. I'm no. here to just enjoy this system, and I love it. Yeah. So, and it I'm, I've not had a bad game yet. Very silly things have happened. Trolls are the best thing on earth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, God and, bless. And just before you know, uh, just before we go, what, what's um, what's the the hundred points you're adding for the next stage up? What have you? What are you going to do? You're going to upgrade some people, or or is it going to be more orcs and <laughs> more griblies? <laughs> so there is more orcs coming because I've got uh, using the stuff in the Pelennor, trying to do this as cheaply as I can, and uh, the standard ring wraith. So the idea behind the army is it's meant to be um, an Os- the Siege of Osgiliath sort of Moranans. Mm-hmm. And currently I have a basic ring wraith, but in my, my headcanon he's secretly the Witch King, like, undercover, and he becomes the Witch King in the next 100 points. Amazing. So you're going to get loads of extra extra gear for him. That, that sounds fantastic. Well, Dale, it's been a cracking game. I hope, hope you've enjoyed it, and, and hope you enjoy the, the system. It sounds like you're enjoying it so far, so enjoy it. Yeah, thanks, man. I, I really appreciate the game. <laughs> it's really been fun. Victory! We have victory! Yes, that's right. So we've done all right in the first slow grow game. Um, it's, it, yeah, I, I think I think in that one, I I, I did okay. Obviously, I'm I, I'm not playing a veteran player, which helps. Um, but I think I have enough stuff there. Despising how well the the models, uh, the Ganbury Gan and his guys do against orcs. Um, you know, once you've got. Uh, a plus one to wound it's not bad so you know they've got some bonuses the heroic move off uh, thing is really useful and generally not a bad shabby turnout so with that in mind we move on to 499 points uh, because that's what I've got um, to spend here we've got 500 obviously but um, that's the next stage of the slow growth so I'm going to carry on building Um, and we start again with the woeses because you have to have them and you've got Thaden because you have to have him. And I've got a little bit more involved now. I've got um, 12 warriors in Thaden's uh, warband. So this is uh, looking a bit more normal, uh, a bit more sort of intimidating. It's got a Rider of Rohan with a banner, uh, three Riders of Rohan with throwing spears, four Rider of Rohan without anything, three Royal Guard with horse and throwing spears, and three, uh, sorry, one Rohan Royal Guard on horse. So uh, we've got, you know, a few throwing spears and um, I wish I could have I probably could have traded the royal guard around with the throwing uh, the throwing spears from the normal riders to give all of my royal guard throwing spears but I just didn't have enough models sorted in time so uh, I had to end up with with one royal guard without throwing spears I think it's better to have the royal guard with throwing spears and the rider of Rohan without just because they already have the bows so um but a lot of shooting um, a, a lot of shooting. Every model in the army, apart from that Royal Guard and Thaden, have a, a throwing weapon or a bow or a, a, a blowpipe. So, a lot of, lot of long range. Is it going to be enough at 500 points? We've got 29 models and uh, in the army, and previously we had 24. Um, but of course, 29 models, you've got more cavalry, so they've got hitting power. Is it going to be enough? We're going to find out in a bit, because. I don't want to spoil the uh, the build-up. I don't want to spoil the build-up. We'll find out whether we think that's going to be enough to take on whatever we have uh, on the way in a few minutes' time. But first... The dark. Yeah, that's right. Riddles in the Dark. This is the time in the podcast where I essentially I play a little clip from the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit movies. And then you have to tell me who speaks next and what they say. And I'll be honest, this one, I think it was too hard. It's a bit sneaky, is a bit cheeky. 
Um, I thought I might trip you up, and I think I did trip you up because it's been uh, famously low. I think it's the, the number of emails that have been in touch, uh, not not a lot in terms of um, uh, in terms of uh, content. In terms of the last time, it was a lot, lot more. So uh, maybe maybe it was too difficult. I don't know. But either way, let's delve into the email inbox to see if. Oh, actually, first let's have a hear a clip so you, so you can have a bit of a think. This is what the riddle was last time. All right, there you go. So that's the clip. Um, so let's delve into the email inbox to have a look, see who's been in touch. Uh, we've got Curtis, Ho- Curtis Hodgson. Uh, Hi, Harry. This week's riddle was a right head scratcher, he says. The little bit of speech at the start had me thinking this must be the fellowship at some point, but it's not dot, dot, dot. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Uh, so uh, uh, I think, think... Curses has it right. Yes, you do. Uh, he says, uh, hopefully this is right. The latest exploits of the Eastlings was sorrowful listening. God, it was. I, I did really badly in the uh, last tournament with the Eastlings. Good luck at the GT at the end of the month. Um, sadly, I'm not at the GT. I didn't get tickets. Um, but um, good luck to everyone else. Um, thanks, Curtis. P.S. My end mo- movement widget has arrived. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, a movement widget. This is a, a measuring device that um, patrons have. Um, so if you're a patron supporter of the podcast and a YouTube channel, um, you get some little bits and bobs. People have had uh, dice and uh, widgets and T-shirts and things like that. So uh, do consider joining me and support me on Patreon. I think it's patreon.com slash battlegames in Middle Earth. Uh, the other email we got, uh, this is from Tom Hawker. Hi, Harry. Had an, another great episode and promoted painting. Yes, the negative 50p VP day me and Mr. Hoodie lost to you and Michael, however. It was a glorious game as always. Yes, I, I think this was in reference to um, uh, Tom's last email uh, where I t- spoke about smashing um, uh, him and Sam Hoodie uh, in a game uh, against his Easterlings. Uh, now, he says, This riddle in the dark, I believe, is when Bilbo invites Gandalf into his house. As Gandalf walks through the door, Bilbo says or perhaps something a little stronger. I've got a bottle of the old Winyard left. Very good, yeah. Almost as old as I am. And Gandalf just uh, says, just tea, thank you. Tom, you're absolutely wrong. <laughs> I, uh, you fe- you're, you're the only person who fell into the trap, but it is the trap that I wanted people to fall into, so thank you for at least doing that. Uh, he says, look, good, look forward to seeing your Eastling project develop, by the way. Hopefully I'll see you at an event sometime this year. Uh, yes, hopefully. I know you've got a, a new addition to the family, so um, uh, best of luck with that, and I'm sure at some point you'll be able to get out. Um, right, now, so let's back go back to Curtis, because he says, uh, I think it's the very end of the Battle of the Five Armies, when young Bilbo becomes old Bilbo staring at the ring and Gandalf knocks. Yes, that is absolutely right. Uh, it then fades the credits. Yes. If this is correct, then there is no le- next line. Unless you count Billy Boyd singing. That is, of course, the correct answer. Yes, the next person who speaks is Billy Boyd. Yeah, I I think that was a bit mean. Um, But I kind of wanted to do 
something something around the end of the five armies um i don't know why it was just something that jumped into my head it wasn't really connected to everything except uh you know the long goodbye is kind of what i was thinking about my easterlings at the time maybe this is time to say goodbye to the easterlings so uh, that is the vague connection to the, uh, the the riddle in the dark last time i know it was hard apologies for that but we will have another one in a second because i'm going to press the button that makes it play now So who speaks next and what do they say? This is a clip from the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit films. But who speaks next and what do they say? Entmootpodcast at gmail.com if you think you know who speaks next and what they say. Podcast at gmail.com there you go that is the riddle and art for this episode and hopefully uh, we'll have the answer revealed uh, the next episode or maybe the episode afterwards now we left you on tenterhooks a few seconds ago uh, well a few minutes ago now um, talking about my 500 point list uh, the start of the slow grow uh, was successful what about the next step let's find out with my, the continuation of slow grow hand I'm already late! Late for what? I'm going on an adventure! Game two of the slow grow, and it's to the death. 500 points of my uh, Paths of the Druid and Legendary Legion against Gothmog's Legion, uh, piloted by Frank. Uh, Frank, first of all... Um, just give us a run through of your list because you've got um, quite a lot of orcs in there but not loads and loads of orcs you've got some big heroes as well what have you got? yeah I've got Gothmog on Awag with his shield and I've got Goroth then 29 orcs one which has a banner Right, okay, so it's it's solid, it's it's Moran and heavy, you've got the Legion bonuses, you've got the hatred against men. So, um, when you came up against the, the Paths of the Druidin, and you saw me deploying over the field with my little markers everywhere, what what sort of, did you have a strategy in mind? What, what was your plan? What were you going to, hoping to do, I suppose? Charge in, win fights, kill men, <laughs> with, with minimal casualties from shooting. If yes, possible. If, if possible. If I think that, and that to be fair, I don't think there's a lot more of a strategy that you can really hope for in this situation because you haven't got any tricks really, other than getting me in combat and killing. And you, when you get in combat, you really do do that. But as you say, minimise shooting casualties. You don't have march or anything like that. Well, you do, I think. Does Gothmog have march? But you, you, you decline, you decline to use that, which I can completely understand. And um, it's fair to say my shooting was absolutely busted in this. Yeah, I think you killed something like, was it, was it 10 orcs before we got into any sort of combat? Yeah. And I, then you followed on with killing several more while we were in combat yeah. with the shooting. I think it, it, it was about, I don't know how many turns we did, but I basically did the whole cheesy move backwards, um, shoot a bit, move backwards, shoot a bit. And as, as you say, I took out Gothmog's Warg, I took out 10 or, uh, I think it was more, it must have been around 12, uh, 12 in the end. Um, orcs with shooting and yes okay I've got a lot of shooting in my army every, th- every single thing has something to shoot with but I, didn't, I don't think either of us were expecting that were you? No because 
Rohirrim shooting is respectedly respected as poor shooting, mm. but Woses you, you don't you don't see Woses, mm. so poison weapons are you don't you don't come up against them against good really. Yeah. But then I was hoping to stay out of the twelve inches, but you know. 15 poison blowpipes shooting you is not friendly. Yeah, exactly. And they're, and they're hitting on three, so, you know, most of the time you're getting a good 10 or so shots in, and then, you know, even if you're looking for sixes, you're expecting one or two kills a turn, I'd, I'd, I'd say. So it was just the volume, and I think maybe if you'd have marched, you'd have got stuck in there. But I guess it's difficult because nobody wants to spend too many points on March. Was that, was that what... Uh, or did you just not think of it? I mean, I was more hoping to save the might for combats and stuff, but... Because of my positioning with Gothmog, the, go- the orcs were sort of in two chunks, and then I couldn't get the marches in properly, and I forgot to think about them. Ah, okay, yeah, fair enough. But I, I think you're right. You, you, because I'd done so well in maybe the first couple of turns of shooting that I didn't, I killed a ridiculous number with just the bows. I think it was two or three with, with just the six bows that I have, or four or five bows, or whatever it is. Um, and I, I think maybe maybe it scared you off a bit from putting Goroth and Gothmog right at the front, where, you know, understandably, you don't want to lose any wounds from them. I think I took a fate off Goroth quite early on as well, didn't I? Yeah. Gothmog's warg always dies. <laughs> it's, it's, it always dies. It always dies. So I was trying really hard not to get the warg shot, but... It was an inevitability, and then the shooting was just constant. Where you, I could, I couldn't, I couldn't get a charge in because of the priority. Yeah, yeah. You did lose a few priorities, and then when you when you did have the chance to heroic move off, I'd, I'd have my special bonus to do that. And I was quite cautious with where I placed my heroes to make sure I denied as many master of battle moves as we could. And uh, yeah, it just it I I, I felt for you because I think. Um, I'd, I'd never seen shooting quite so, so horrible, in a, especially in a, a, you know, a list like Rohan. As you say, you don't expect such powerful shooting, but it really did do wonders. Um, was it, did you enjoy it, though? Was it actually was it okay? Because you seemed like you weren't taking it too badly. Yeah, it was, it was a good game, but you played it well. Like, there was not a lot more I probably could have done apart from getting some more marches in early on, but... Apart from that, I mean, all I could do is try and charge in and get the kills, which towards the end started working. But if, but it was too little, too late. Yeah, it was. It was. I think you killed in probably uh, the first ten turns or whatever of the game. You probably killed one Roses, and then um, in maybe the last turn or two, you killed four riders. Uh, sorry, uh, three, two riders and two ro- uh, royal guard plus four more Roses. So the, the just that one turn, and that was with, a, a, by that point, half of your army or thereabouts. So it, it was just, maybe it was just, too, yeah, as you say, too little, too late. But either way, Frank, I mean, you can tell, uh, you, you've, got, you've got your brain switched on. You clearly know what you're doing. But I think it was just a very unlucky shooting and perhaps a slightly unlucky matchup that when, when you did, you didn't really have anything to answer to my shooting. And when, when I, they did collide, I had enough of the, uh, the charging and the, the charging riders and the hatred orcs and things like that to, to do enough damage. Yeah, I mean, the last thing you want against Rohan is a cavalry charge, and I had I had I had to take one. There weren't enough orcs, but the 
effectiveness of them was definitely demonstrated at the end. Well, either way, it was a good game. Um, so you've got, this is the 500-point list. You've got 100 points more to add now. Um, oh, and, uh, we, the end result was 9-1, by the way, uh, to me, because I, I quartered, and, uh, quartered you. I wounded Goffmog but didn't kill him, uh, but we both had a banner left. So, so just, just, just about 9-1. Um, um, uh, so uh, you've got 500 points now. What are you adding for your 100 points, or what, what's it morphing into for your 600-point army? For 600, I'm going to add in Shaman and a drum because I need, I want, because I want the drum because I need the movement, I need the mobility, and I need the Shaman because otherwise, I mean, in the last turn, they all ran away. The Shaman negates that with the Fury. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I think in the last turn again, I'd won the the priority, or I had a heroic move, or whatever it was. That no, I think I won the priority. Pinned down your heroes. It meant everyone else just f- fled the board and left me to mop up the pieces. So, Frank, either way, uh, a good game. I think you, you definitely got you've got your head screwed on, but you just faced some unlucky shooting there. Thanks for playing. Yeah, good game. Thank you very much. It's amazing. I know. I've won two games. I, I, I don't even know what to think about this right now. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, I, it's a run. It's a good run, um, especially because I was worried that um, at this point's level, the uh, Pass of the Druid were going to do poorly. Um, but I think what's played to my advantage is that I, I, it's a slow-grow league, so people are largely beginners and haven't had much of a chance to to get a bearing on their rules and their newer people, younger people potentially, that's okay because um, that's what it's all about. I like to think that I didn't smash both of my opponents so far, but, you know, I'm, I'm not going to take any... Uh, I'm not going to take any prisoners because I've lost enough. I've lost enough with the Easterlings. So here here we go. Let's continue on uh, the build of the army uh, for the slow grow. So um, we've had... Uh, the last one had Theoden uh, and a pretty full warband and Ganbo again and his full warband. Let's uh, divide up the warbands and add someone else. So Theoden is there as he has to be. A rider of Rohan with banner is there. Two riders of Rohan with throwing spears are there. Two riders of Rohan without. Uh, two royal guard with throwing spears are there. Uh, Gan and his gang of Wozes are there. And Deowine, chief of the king's knights with horses there. Rider of Rohan with throwing spears is there. Uh, two riders of Rohan. Uh, two royal guard. Oh, sorry, no. Three riders of Rohan. And two royal guard with throwing spears are there for a tasty total of exactly 600 points and 31 models we've got three points of might from Darewine, three points of might from Theoden three points of might from Ganbo again, that's nine points of might plus a three heroic combat if Darewine is in combat and Theoden's in combat and Darewine can move along, so this is good, I like this this is what I was building towards, this is the army I actually want um, and I think it could be, it could have potential it would be even better if I'm up against Orcs and Goblins and Urukai again, let's find out <laughs> right, so it's uh, game three of the uh, the Imp Slow Grow, and I'm here with Tim, the mastermind of the Slow Grow, um, who you've, and you've been sort of tutoring your your young son Tom uh, to join the hobby. So, um, what have you been tutoring with uh, him with, first of all, uh, for your Slow Grow army? Well, no, we actually did the tutoring because it gave him something to paint. So he has painted the these dudes. Oh, he's done the Thorns Company. Yeah, he's painted the Thorns Company, and I'm painting the Lake Town. So they look that's, very good. That's a, yeah, I thought they're quite good for someone who did them when he was only 10 uh, we'll put a picture on yeah so, yeah, they so are actually re- really very good for 10 years old that is Im- I'm going to have to inspect them closer now because I thought that they were done by yourself no, no. They, are, they are fantastic where is the this is a 10 year old painting he's 
very impressive. I thought they were quite good, the Feely and the Keeley. Yes. So. Well, they are absolutely... We'll definitely tell you what, we'll use these pictures uh, on the Facebook page um, and everything else so people can have a look at them because <laughs> they're very, very impressive for a, for a young painter new to the hobby. But uh, you've been tutoring him, as you say, with Thorin's company. So just give us an idea of what the, the slow growth started with at 400 and then grew to its game now at 600. So uh, the army is a combination of uh, Thorin's company and... Uh, Army of Lake Town, so a green alliance. Uh, we started with the Master and Alfred and a clutch of Lake Town Guard, uh, Thorin, Feely and Keeley. Um, we grew it to, that was 400 points, we grew it to 500 by adding um, Dwalin and a Lake Town Guard and we've taken it to 600 points today by adding, who did I add? Bilbo and Ori. So, so lots. So there's there's about thirty or thereabouts models, but of course you've got lots and lots of heroes here, and we're playing divide and conquer for the third game uh, against my woeses. And now I, I I've had the fortune to to play uh, the, your other uh, your other son Frank in the last game where I had a big advantage because I had the hatred to the orcs and things like that. Um, how did you f- feel about this game? Did you fancy your chances against the the pass of the druid and without those uh, nice bonuses? No. <laughs> I thought you might say that. Why? Sorry, uh, uh, with, 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 uh, with hindsight of how it's gone, a big no. Uh, in advance, no. Uh, everyone in your army has a shooting weapon or a bow weapon. You've got the speed. The Lake Town and the Dwarves and Bilbo especially are half the speed, have seven bows between them, and they're made out of butter and they just die a lot. So really we had we had nothing. We got we got nothing. We we hadn't got the numbers. Um, we hadn't got the speed, we hadn't got any shooting, and we aren't particularly mobile. Yeah, it, it's not a great matchup for you. And the, the one thing you do have is an awful lot of might. Um, but of course, my army's quite handy at, at, about uh, giving me a, a bit of an advantage in heroic move-offs. Not that I think I needed it. I think I roll, uh, rolled most of the move-offs because I won most of the priorities and then uh, ended up winning um, a lot of the priority, which is ideal with the cavalry. But yeah, I think definitely early on, I think I took away about five of your Lake Town with shooting. So that was a really good start because it meant that I had a really good uh, numbers advantage. And then, of course, the cavalry charging into Lake Town. Again, they do the damage. And this is, uh, if you don't know the, the scenario, Divide and Conquer is the one where uh, it's a relatively new one from the match playbook where your army is divided into two opposite corners of the, the field um, and you have to fight over a central objective that's worth a lot more than two outer objectives that are kind of in line in the middle. And that... I think that worked quite well in my favour because I had the cavalry. I could get to the middle, hold the point, and then you could, you had to come to me as you you pointed out um, just after the game, and therefore I could stand and shoot at you because I'd already arrived. I hate this scenario. Yeah. So I chose all the scenarios for the slow grow. Yeah, so why do you choose it if you hate it? <laughs> they're all chosen to be uh, fairly beginner friendly and give you victory points in a variety of ways. So even if you've taken a beating, chances are you're going to come home with a couple of victory points and have something to show for it. Uh, but in gen, I've played this several times. I've played it again now, obviously. I've played it against Darren, Lord, the original Lord of the Imps, uh, and it was a similar situation. He had loads of shooting. I had an army made out of, of wood elves. I got turned. I got, I got smooshed. I don't enjoy this scenario uh, at all, really. But it's because you do have a lot of armies with uh, lightly armoured people, don't you, generally? And a shout-out to Darren, by the way. He's a, uh, yeah. a, uh, an Entmoot <laughs> patron, so I've got to give He's him a shout-out. He's a man of dice and a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's no cav here, and there's nothing in this army to force you to engage um, until you choose to. 
Yeah, so I was left picking most of the combats and... Um, and, and also, I think, because of the divide, divided nature, you didn't have your might in the right place. There's a lot of terrain on the field. It's like a Rohan-themed terrain. There's a lot, of, uh, a lot of buildings. It just meant your dwarven sort of movement was, was sort of had to be a bit higgledy-piggledy. It wasn't a straight line to get into the middle. I chose my, objective, uh, my deployment first. I had a bit more of a sort of direct path into the centre of the board. So, I mean, a lot, a, a lot went pretty badly for you. In terms of the actual fighting... Um, Poor Tom, uh, he, <laughs> young Tom. He, he was he was rolling his dice for uh, for Thorin, and Thorin just could not win a combat. I don't think he did win a combat in the end at all. Maybe one, and then even then he probably failed to wound. But he just he just couldn't do anything, could he? No, he he was. To be honest, I really really rate Thorin Oakenshield. Oh, he's fantastic as a as a, as a useful chunk of points. I think he's fantastic. Uh, I, the, the army had 16 I think 16 might potentially more with Alfred and they were just awful the might was entirely wasted none of it was used successfully yeah. uh, it was it was used to, to win fights that normally a normal person would have won yeah. uh, because we've you know, we've got the strength and we've got the fight. So the plan was quite simple. It was to get the heroes and Bilbo fighting your heroes. Because even if I had to burn a fair few might, if you're countercalling stuff, you're going to run out of might. But ultimately, we churned might at a rate that... I specialise in burning might. Uh, and, yeah. and we just... The might was gone. It, it was. I was. I was really worried about going into this game because um, I, I thought that I, my only chance of winning here is killing all, as many of the Lake Town when shooting as possible, breaking the army and watching it kind of dissipate, and then I've got my, the numbers advantage. I didn't anticipate. Um, being kind of in charge of it in terms of might. I mean, even in, only just in the last turn did I spend the last point of might. But before then, I mean, Thorin had spent one on a heroic combat. Then he spent another two to win the fight to do the heroic combat. And then, uh, then Dwalin did something similar. He had to do a heroic combat, and then he squiffed it. And it just felt like a constant string of you having to spend an extra point of might when you didn't, when you didn't want to, and, or, and, or yeah. two points of might. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in the case, I mean, it, it kind of epitomizes it when. Alfred rolls like two ones to pass on the might to uh, the master. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a, a bit of a rubbing the salt in the wound right at the end, wasn't it? Uh, it, got, it got to the point where my child was trying to get the late town to commit suicide. So we had two, <laughs> two late town bowmen had scaled to a shooting position. And, and so unenamored was he at this point that he, he jumped both the bowmen down, managed to roll ones for their jump test, and they both landed on the ground, taking three strength, three hits, and neither of them died. Yeah, that was that was a that was a disaster for even you couldn't even kill your own models when you've got three attempts to kill a, a late town and end and the game a bit earlier. And I mean, it wasn't a disaster. I mean, it was seven two to me in the end. Um, there were a couple of chances uh, to maybe wound Thaird, and I think if you if you we'd have carried on a bit longer, you might have got the wound off on Thaird. And there was Dwalin kicking about, and he could have killed him because I'd ran out of might with um, Thaird. And uh, Ori was sat on. A, one of the side objectives so he captured that and I had the central one uh, dominated but I, I don't I think uh, it was one of those strange ones where I think you you both lost the kind of will to play on because Thorin had performed so poorly and and after that I don't think there was much of a well chance of recovering uh, you've played me a lot of times so you kind of know what armies I favor they are very very they're fairly high risk um, and they rely on the big hitters getting in, doing the work, burning the might and doing the damage. And you can tell by about halfway in whether it's worth playing that second half because 
when you've got a squishy army that relies on your heroes doing the work, there is no backup plan. And a scenario that isn't going to be in your favour, you know, I, I've, I've tried to make the slow grow beginner friendly, and I've chosen the scenarios to encourage people to take fairly balanced armies, not rely on like a massive beta get a decent number of troops, take some bows, take a banner, do everything you know in the proper way. And then I've just forgotten all that with this army because <laughs> I, I really like the idea of me being Stephen Fry. <laughs> well, well, Tim, it's a, it's a pleasure as always to play you and to Thomas as well. You know, as I say, some fantastic painting uh, for, for such a young hobbyist. Uh, and I think um, uh, losing, losing sort of the will to play on was a reasonable thing at his age to, to sort of you know throw the dice on the table after after constantly rolling triple one and things like that. We are two hours past his bedtime as oh, well. Yeah, we should so. go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably a bit knackered for a school night as well. But uh, yeah, uh, do we need to do the gratuitous shout out to the Gen Shift bases? Oh I yeah, yeah, to... go on. Yeah, I think that's a tradition somehow. Yeah, uh, every, everyone loves the Gen Shift bases. You've got some very nice Generation Shift bases there. And actually, what are these other ones? These are sort of. Uh, Little little plastic toppers that go on your Lake Town Guard to make yeah, them look I'm like they've got wooden branches. I'm not entirely sure of the, uh, the the designer for those ones, but we'll find out and put it in the description. They're from uh, Imps Gaming, our local friendly gaming store. There you go. Well, Tim, thanks very much for organising the slow grow, and it will continue. Could this be a dream come true? We've got three episodes into the podcast. Uh, sorry, three games into the podcast, and I've won everything. Could it be a match made in heaven? Could the Pass of the Druidan be the force I need to secure the victory I've so long searched for? Only time will tell, because the slow grow continues in the next episode. I've got more points to add. I've got 700 points, and I think 800 after that, and that is it. So it'll be five games in total. And I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who I'm going to play, but it's going to get hard now. Surely I'm not going to play another beginner. Um, Tim, of course, not a beginner there, uh, but playing with his uh, his young son, um, who Tom, who we talked about in the end of the podcast there. His painting is absolutely fantastic. For a, a, I think he started painting when he was 10. He's now 12, so he started at the, the start of lockdown. Um, and he is really very good. I, like, I don't want to uh, beat around the bush. 10-year-olds don't paint well. 12-year-olds don't paint well, usually. Um, but he, he's done a cracking job on his stuff. So uh, well done to uh, young Tom there. And uh, to Tim, uh, he, he tried his best with what... I think understandably is a slightly mixed bag of army um there's too many lake town in his army or too many heroes um of the dwarven heroes um and you just you just easily pick apart and actually it's a good lesson in list building in many ways or a good lesson in what not to do in list building because um i don't think you ever need to have six or seven heroes at uh, 600 points and if you do just put another hero in don't have another uh, sort of 15 or 20 or whatever it is lake town because the lake town are just going to collapse lake town are crap but if you have 50 lake town or 40 lake town or however many you can fit in at 600 points and no heroes other than the lake town captains and things like that then you've got a good army if you've got thorin's company at 600 points you've got a good army if you've got a mixture of them i don't think you've got a good army um so i mean i I'm not going to pretend that Thorin's company is going to be amazing at 600 points because he's not going to be able to do all the objective games. But in this one, three objectives, one in the middle, Thorin's company would have absolutely torn me to shreds. So um, 
I think that might be a good lesson for uh, for anyone listening. Uh, Tim, I think, knows this, uh, to be honest, but um, he's he's building his army with his with his young son. So fair enough. They're going to focus on the things that they both like together, and that is lovely. Um, and it's not all about winning; it's about building your army and painting your models. And I think we should focus on that too, because Thomas is clearly an artistic talent uh, waiting in the wings. So uh, well done to him even if he got a bit frustrated when his lake town uh, kept dying and he kept rolling ones uh, for Thorin to fight. So uh, there you go. That's the episode. That's the podcast. We've got uh, Slow Grow continuing in the future. It may well be a couple of weeks because uh, Slow Grows are slow by their very nature. But will the Slow Grow make it? Will this be the very first Entmoot victory? We'll find out in an upcoming episode. Boo-ra-rum. Boo-ra-rum.